Welcome and thank you for joining me today at the Omar Talks. If you wish to catch up on my previous topics, please visit my other platforms. I'm on Apple Podcasts um, and I'm also on the YouTube channel, WordPress blog and Instagram page. And uh, if you're joining me for the first time, please know that each time I refer to God, I mean Yahweh, as this is the name God asks that he be called. Today, I shall be talking or discussing about rich or poor. Are you rich or are you poor? Out of an estimated world population of 7.7 billion, there are 2,208 billionaires, according to Forbes 2018 Rich List, and 19.6 million millionaires. It would be almost foolish to imagine the world's richest people are not faced with their financial decisions or worries on a regular basis. However, we can almost agree that they are not lacking money. If you are not in the millionaire list, you are not considered rich. This means that the rest of the world population can be described as striving to pay their bills, or should we say, poor. Living life has been pigeonholed to bills, social status, and respect. Take away these three cares and you would not feel the heavy burden and pressure you associate with life. Do you consider yourself rich or poor? What did you use to determine your answer? There is no middle ground as you either believe you are successful and wealthy or not. Whether you are a Christian or not, we all desire and demand that life treat us well, meaning we want to be fulfilled. Many people want money so they can plug the physical lack hole and by so doing become fulfilled. Think of fulfillment as when you have eaten that nice meal and you feel content and satisfied. But think again. A person in a good relationship will always be more fulfilled than a person in a bad relationship, notwithstanding monetary or social standing of that person. So, a poor relationship will always leave you unfulfilled. A poor relationship is characterized by the people in it. Relationships are the walls and fences we build around us over time. The values we saw in a relationship show how rich or poor we are. Relationships determine your success and wealth in life, not money. Relationship is the place we best display how rich or poor we are. We relate and relate to people from the moment we wake up. So in this series, keeping in mind your answer to my question, I wish to look at what makes a person rich or poor and why is it important to address this topic. I aim to, number one, give you the tools that you can use to build your relationships. 
how you relate and relate to people upwards. And number two, assess your wealth and success in life. The word rich have been devalued so much that most people think of it in terms of money. And most believe that money is the only factor to determine poverty. This is untrue. If money was the only factor, people would not refer to someone as morally bankrupt or character rich. This means that someone can be morally rich or poor. When we look at the word poverty, we rightly imagine lack, but only limit this to money. But poverty can be a form of physical or mental impoverishment that makes you believe that you have absolutely nothing to offer anyone you come in contact with. You disbelieve and look down on yourself. This belief must stem from either being self-centered, that means you know, you're selfish or the person is self-interested or egocentric or self-absorbed or self-seeking or narcissistic or having low self-esteem. I decided to look at the problems faced by people in relationships and I discovered that it's mostly associated with a feeling or belief that one is receiving less than what they deserve. Sometimes this belief is because we feel entitled to receive even when we are not really sowing anything of value in the other person's life. When you treat someone poorly, it produces a negative reaction. And when you are good, it produces a positive reaction. Our actions or inactions in a relationship are seeds. Every seed we sow into a relationship has a name. A seed we yield will either produce something good or something bad. Can I ask you, what seeds you sow or what seeds have you sown in people's life? This is the reason why you feel either fulfilled or impoverished. Are you known for sowing discord, strength, fear, vision to those who are feeling lost, courage, moral, disorderliness, hate, creativity, direction, do you build up and never break down, do you sow hope, truth, shelter, support, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, security, graciousness, humility, trustworthiness, pride, forgiveness, arrogance, the, the list of the seeds are far much more than this. If you have kept your seed all to yourself, you have locked yourself out of assessing your true worth in terms of success and wealth. I define success as achieving any goal you set and wealth as how that success has multiplied. I have heard people say someone is totally poor and treat such a person as if they have nothing to offer. How did you arrive at the person's true worth? Is it because they are talent poor? No talent to grow or support someone? Or money poor? 
assist monetarily in situations or crisis. Knowledge poor? Share knowledge of a topic or situation to assist others to overcome. Are they understanding poor? Show interest well enough to understand situations and share them. Are they wisdom poor? Show interest in others and guide them wisely. Asset poor? Give shelter, physical or monetary. Creativity poor? Create something to help someone build. Vision poor? Give people vision. Courage poor? Keep cheering someone to success. Strength poor? An anchor when someone is struggling. Support poor? Be there for people. Truth poor? People can rely on. Loyalty poor? When someone is loyal, uh, not loyal. People are always looking for someone they can, that can offer them something of value. Can a human being be totally poor that they have nothing to offer? And I believe the answer is no. This is so far from the truth. Mother Teresa lacked money, but she sowed into people's lives. She was successful and wealthy. And there are many people like her who may not be world-renowned, but are remembered by the lives that they have touched. Mother Teresa was rich as she had something of value to share. The Bible did not define poverty in terms of money. But we have, over the course of life, believed that without money, we have nothing to offer people. Jesus Christ was not described as poor because he shared his healing powers and thought about the kingdom of God. He touched lives and was successful and wealthy. You cannot rightly determine your success and wealth with no seeds. If making money is your only goal, then by all means pursue it and all that it has to offer. But you have to be a philanthropist in order to sow. If sharing knowledge or talent with people is your goal, do so. Set your goals according to the seeds you have within you and not because you want to be like the other person. You can choose to be like the other person if you identify that you have similar gifts, but it may not be where you shine the most. For every seed you sow, see it as given. The whole world is in one big gigantic relationship. The most meaningful relationships involve giving. You must endeavor to impact value into other people's lives so they become physically or spiritually better off, no matter how little a difference you make. Asking someone, how are you, does not sow anything into their life, neither does a discussion about the weather. To keep receiving without giving is to agree that one is poor. Most rich people understand the principle of sowing seeds. You may say, 
I have nothing to give because I am too young to give anything. We all have something to give. As the Bible tells us how Jesus at the age of 12 years interacted and taught at the synagogue. He imparted so much knowledge that teachers or the scribes marveled. Jesus did not wait to be introduced or to stand on a stage. He shared what he had in him. You may look down on yourself and have never sowed in a person's life. What do people see when you walk into a room? If you look down on yourself, likewise people around you will look down on you. I am not talking about having a baseless grandeur, but about values that people can identify with you. If, for example, you are in a position to hire employees and by doing so, they earn a living, then well done because you have sowed into people's lives. However, in the absence of being a parent, an employer, a teacher, an evangelist, a pastor, a politician, religious teacher, a nanny, a philanthropist, talk show host, or when you are in a decision-making position that impacts on people's lives. These are some of the most direct seed-sowing avenues. If you're not in any of these professional positions, you must find avenues to express that you are not poor. A nanny who has raised well-behaved and successful people must never look at themselves as poor, even when they lack money. Poverty causes heartaches, a feeling of loss and disappointment. On the other hand, wealth grows us. They are like fertilizers to our mind. So choose the people you want around you by checking out how rich they are and what seeds they have and are willing to sow in your life. In short, where you are seed poor, the people you have around you should be seed rich. And where you are seed rich, they could be seed poor. You all complement one another to make a formidable pack. Remember that seeking to enrich yourself does not in any way stop you from expressing love that expects nothing in return. You can love the world, but you cannot be a friend of the whole world. Enrichment simply means choosing the right people that you wish to surround yourself with. These people are your fences, acting as protection, privacy, strength, and security. Living a fulfilling life is the pursuit of both the cash rich and cash poor. We make our life relevant by enriching others and by so doing we become rich. When you sow into other people's life, do not be apprehensive whether they will soon overtake you in social status. This is looking at life from the wrong angle. Can you imagine the accomplishments felt by mothers, teachers and nannies who raised presidents or royalties or inventors 
interpreters, and all other people who overcame one adversary or two in life. You are as rich, successful, as the number of positive seeds you sow into people's lives. Be upfront when you meet people and tell them what seeds you have to sow in their lives. And in return, ask them what they have in their basket basket to sow in yours. Outward look may be deceiving. The changes you seek has to start from you. So start today to make those all too important changes. I thank you and love you with the love of God. Bye-bye.